to the Three and Out podcast, episode 25. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and we won't be having Mr. John Gruber on this season. You know, he's taking some personal time, wishing, you know, all the best wishes to him and his family. So we're going to have a rotating group of guests on, on talking football this season. But up first today is the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Um, we missed you, John. I said, yeah, absolutely. I know you're going absolutely. through it, but uh, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, thoughts and prayers to him and him and his family. But um, you ready to get started here? Yes, I am. All righty. So we're two weeks into the current NFL season, the first seventeen game season. And that's something that's been in the works for a while. They've been talking off and on for years about extending and having a. 17 game season, you know, one basically one less preseason game. Instead of four preseason games, we have three, and we're getting one more game that actually counts. So we have a 17 game season this year. So before we get to like the games and stuff that have happened over the past past couple of weeks, how do you feel about them finally, you know, having a 17 game season? How do you how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, it, it's been a long time since they added another regular season game. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, because, of course, this was before our time, but oh, yeah. once upon a time, uh, there was only 14 games in a season. Mm-hmm. So, there was, yeah. Yeah, and then they, and then they somehow went to 16 um, mm-hmm. and everything. So, yeah, it's been a long time since they added another game. And I'll just say this, that adding another game just adds more for people to break certain records. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely that. And for, you know, people like us doing shows like this just gives us more, more stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'll say this one record that we know for a fact that will never be broken is Jerry Rice all time yards record. Oh, so, no. No, we know. No, that, that record is, is safe. No matter how many games you play, that, that, that's one of those records that is definitely safe. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. All right. So, like I said, we're two weeks into the season. So let's you know, let's talk about some of the games starting off from um, starting off with Week One. Uh, we started the season with the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, Buccaneers taking on the Cowboys on a Thursday night. Buccaneers won that game, thirty-one to twenty-nine. That was actually 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 a very you know very good game. Um, Dak Prescott, his first game back, coming back from the ankle injury and the shoulder injury. He threw for over 400 yards, three touchdown passes. Uh, let's see. Tom Brady had over 300 yards, 379 yards, and four touchdown passes. But that was a good game to kind of start the season off. Um, How do you feel about that opening game? Uh, um, I mean, is the fact they started, okay, so I don't care for either team, really. <laughs> uh, I mean, Tampa for for uh, reasons, uh, as we know, mm. um, and everything. And Dallas because, well, it's the Cowboys. Cowboys. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it, it was it was a good game. Um, I mean, all jokes aside, seeing Dak come back from you know the serious injuries that he had from last year, and he came out there and played really good, and it it did show that. He is the more valuable of him and Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, so, definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, people can people can say and think what they want. Oh, Zeke, this, that, and the third. No, Dak is the more valuable of the two, and because I mean, here you know, in recent time, a running back, you know, their shelf life is very short. That's a short window. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is 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 more Dak than Elliot, but. <sighs> Like I say, it's the Cowboys. They, yeah, they okay. Yeah, they 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 put a really good showing in um in the opener, even though they lost. But still, if if one of one or three plays go different, they could have won that game. So, yeah. Yes, okay. I mean, without without question, like I say, it was it was a very close close very close game, obviously. And I guess say it could it was one of those games that could honestly. Honestly, went either, either way. It, it really could have. Now, I was very impressed with Antonio Brown in this game. He had five catches for 121 yards and a touchdown. He showed that when he's at all the you know nonsense and the crap that he's been going through over the past you know several seasons, when he's focused and ready to play, he's still one of the top receivers in the game. And I think being there with you know Brady and everything, he's kind of keeping him in line and he's kind of focused and kind of getting back to that old ABBL new and love there for a while. Yeah, but what does that do for Mike Evans? That's that's what I worry about too. That's what I really because Mike Evans is a very talented wide receiver. But when you got guys like Antonio Brown there and Goodwin and then Gronk and everything, you kind of forget about Mike Evans. And that game, he only had three catches for 24, 24 yards. That's not acceptable. That guy, that guy should be getting way more touches than that. I feel. Yeah, I, I really feel like I, I don't know if I was talking to you about this uh, last season or somebody else, but I do remember saying that that Mike Evans is like the odd man out. Mm-hmm. And, he is, and 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 I don't know if they do it on purpose, but the body language even shows it. Like he's the odd man out because you know Brady has surrounded his himself with. His quote unquote guys. Mike mm-hmm. Evans is not a Brady guy. No. Because Mike Evans not. was there before all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was. So so I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of weird how that's going and, and the talent that Mike Evans is. Cause I'm thinking well, well, he's like six three or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, he's pretty pretty tall. He got, got some size on him. And he's no he's no sucker as a as a receiver. No. So yeah, you got Antonio Brown, but I mean, I mean he is what he is, and everything. Gronkowski is just I still say he's just there basically, but <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know Godwin, he just kind of reaps the reward, you know, of everything basically, and then. Yeah, Evans is, is is has turned into the odd man out, and it and it, and it sucks really to watch that happen. Because I watched Mike Evans before you know Brady got there, and even with Jameis and everything that was going on, the man still was was having you know great games. Mm-hmm. He, he like I said, he's a really good receiver, and he should be your number one target. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It just yeah, it just it just kind of sucks to see like how he's basically become the odd man out. So it really 
He is, because you think you would include him with all those guys. You know, you have enough guys that you can kind of spread out. You can get Brown the ball. You can get, like, you can have, like, you know, Mike Evans, like, your main guy, and you throw in, you know, Brown and Goodwin and other guys in there, too. It's just a shame, it's a shame to see such a great talent to be wasted like that, because he, he should be the f- focal point of that offense, I feel. He should, but it's almost that it's almost that Randy Moss, uh, you know, towards the end of his time in New England with Mm-hmm. With them, it's like okay, yeah, we got Randy, but we're gonna focus more on these this um these tight ends, and we're gonna focus more mm. on Wes Welker slash um Julian Edelman, mm-hmm. uh, those type of guys. Yeah, and and Randy saw himself being the odd man out, and then you know Randy eventually was was out of there. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's just like I said, it's just weird to watch. Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. But that was the opening game from that week. And then on to some of the games that took place that Sunday week one. Um, you had Seattle beating the Colts 28-16. to You had Houston in a surprise win uh, against Jacksonville 37-21. Eagles beating all up on the Falcons 32-6. to uh, My team lost. Washington lost to the Chargers 20-16. Uh, Steelers uh, beat the Bills 23 to 16. 49ers won um, 41 to 33 against the Lions. Bengals won 27 24 against the Vikings. Panthers uh, 19 to 14 against the Jets. Cardinals looked really good um, 38 to 13 against the Titans. Uh, Browns and Chiefs. Chiefs won 33 to 29. Dolphins. Dolphins uh, 17-16 over the um, beating the Patriots. Uh, Broncos over the Giants 27-13. Uh, one of the really upsetting games of the week are uh, the Saints beating all up on the Packers 38-3. And um, I'll go to the um, prime time, um, the late night, that was Monday night and um, Sunday night games later. But how do you feel about them games from Sunday? How do you feel about those games? Um, any of those games stand out to you? Anything? You know, I mean, I... I mean, I saw that Saints game, and I was surprised that it's like Aaron Rodgers was still on freaking vacation or something. Oh, I, I yeah. Know. I was like, what's going on here? Well, I mean, that that was that was the opener. So, but, I mean, I'm sure we're going to talk about this past week. Oh, Monday yeah, night yeah we'll, game, we'll, so. we'll get into what happened this past week. Yeah, yeah. But that, that and, was like, I was like, man, I said, jeez. Which is a. True definition of what a difference a week makes for both of those teams. Oh, both of those. Oh, uh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. go into that later. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, but it, but in the first game, you know, with with the Saints and the Packers, I mean, Jameis did live up to his famous, you know, nickname. He he did show why he is, why he can be, I should say, a top tier quarterback in this league, and it's a good thing. Because, I'm, you know, before the season started, it was this whole thing. Well, well is it going to be Jameis or is it going to be Taysom Hill? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no – Taysom Hill will never be a true starting quarterback in this league. We He had his chance last year, and we saw what happened, and the people of New Orleans was ready to string him up somewhere because the man can't throw. He, he's – I put it like this. He's a more athletic version of Tim Tebow. That is what he is. And and even in that game, 
I never, I didn't understand why Sean Payton felt that it was necessary. All right, we got to bring Hill in to just do some Mickey Mouse crap, and you know, it, I don't know if you saw that play on the goal line where they they bring Jameis out, they put Hill in, so it's like, okay, well, we know what he's gonna do because he ain't gonna throw it. Mm, no, so, I don't remember this play. No, I remember yeah, that one. Yeah, they yeah they was at the goal line. They pretty much and they bring Hill in, take Jameis out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, maybe it's going to be an option or something like this. No, Hill gets the ball. He takes off, tries to run to the inside. And he realized, oh, no, you know, they basically corral him. So he kind of, he tried to turn, do like a spin move and gets blasted. And they lose a couple of yards. And it's like, what the hell was the purpose of him coming in? There? It's like, why? <laughs> it's a waste, waste of time. Like, it's like, what are you time. doing? Like, it's like okay, do like a reverse or something with with Camaros. I don't know, do something. But no, oh, I, I I gotta take this. I gotta show people. It's like the people in New Orleans, even though they was in, uh, I believe it was Jacksonville for that first game. Um, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like no nobody wants to see Hill. Like I say last year, people wanted to literally kill this man because of how ba- he. He's the reason why they, you know, lost a bunch of them games like toward the t- tail end of the season. He was the reason why. But I mean, Jameis had a great game. I was happy about that because I mean, I still feel like he got a raw deal um, with Tampa um, and everything. And then he goes to the Saints and he sits behind Drew Brees for a season. And he wins the starting job because at the end of the day, he is the quarterback of the team. Because they don't have a real backup. Taysom Hill, like I said, he's not a backup. He's not a quarterback. So, yeah. Uh, but but it, it, it was it was crazy to watch that game. It's like, it really did look like Aaron Rodgers said, you know what, I'm here, but I'm here, but I'm not here. That, that's mm-hmm. that's what it looked. That, 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 that's what it was. He, like he was like so disinterested. Like you could have been anywhere else but being there at that at that game. And it was just like crazy. I mean, it's one thing to lose. But, I mean, that was that was just a beatdown. I mean, three points. I mean, what are you to a Packers team with Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback, only scoring three points? <laughs> maybe maybe he was you know maybe he getting you know because he is you know he is uh, engaged. So maybe uh you know he, he his mind is more. Was more focused on, uh, you know, wedding plans or something. I don't <laughs> maybe, know. Maybe so. Maybe so. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, that, that was a crazy game. Um, another game that that Cardinals game, uh, thirty-eight to thirteen. Um, Chandler, Chandler, Chandler Jones, he had like five sacks in that game, and Kyler Murray, he had like four touchdowns in that game. That was a crazy game because I was expecting a big game from. Derrick Henry, he only had 17 carries for 58 yards, but the Cardinals won big in that game. And they've been looking, you know, pretty good so so far this season. Even last year, I said that's one of those teams that's on the rise. Because you got Kyler there, you got um DeAndre Hopkins there, and you got you got you got some weapons on that team. So um how, how you feel about them? Yeah, uh isn't I think AJ Green is there too, right? AJ Green, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, AJ Green came yeah. in this season too. Yeah, he's there so, with them too. Yeah, I mean, look. They they're building a, a pretty good team out there in Arizona with with the Cardinals. I mean, the the old baseball players looking pretty good out there. I, I give him I give him credit. Um, and everything. 
still. Uh, and it's it's kind of crazy how you got Hopkins and JJ Watt that both went to I Arizona. I know JJ Watt's on the team too. That's right. So that, that's kind of crazy. It's like who else from from that team? <laughs> who else from the Texas is going to go to Arizona? Boy, so. that's a new place to go. Forget forget Houston now. We <laughs> we all heading to Arizona now. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. And speaking of um. Speaking of Houston, they actually won that week, too. That wasn't a surprise performance. Uh, they won 37-21 against um, Jacksonville um, with Tyrod Taylor at the helm. Uh, he threw for 291 yards and two touchdowns. They got a big win. And, um, what's his name? Brandon Cooks had a big game, too. Five catches for 132 yards. Um, I wouldn't expect it much from Houston. Obviously, with the whole, you know, the Sean Watson situation and everything. I wouldn't expect it much from them. So that was one of the surprising games in that first week, too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, Tyrod, he he's always been a solid quarterback. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I've I've liked him since Buffalo. Um, mm-hmm. I always kind of felt like he deserves a, a legitimate shot at being a quarterback, and it's good that you know, even though he sh- technically shouldn't be the starter, because. The original starter, you know, got himself in some trouble, but mm-hmm. you know, it, at least he's he stepped in, and you know, he's showing people like, hey, you know, I am, you know, I am good, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a good quarterback. So yeah, it, it's good to see him, you know, kind of getting a, another opportunity out there. So. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely, because I've always, you know, whether he was. In- Buffalo, he was in um, San Diego, I mean, San Diego, LA, the Chargers there for a while there, too. He's always been, like you said, a solid, you know, quarterback. Just hadn't really gotten much of a opportunity. But now, like I said, he's getting a chance to start, and he looked, he looked good that um that first week, too. And also, too, another guy that's kind of been a rap bounce around the league, too, uh, Teddy Bridgewater over in Denver. Um, yep. They won 27-13 against the Giants that first week. He looked good, throwing for 264 yards and two touchdowns. He's another guy that I'm happy to see, you know, get an opportunity. He's another one of those guys that's, you know, solid, solid starter in this league. Yeah, um, Teddy, I mean, of course, it would have been nice if he would have. Uh, you know what? I'm pretty sure that they won't say it, but I'm pretty sure the people in the front office of Minnesota is probably like, you know what? We should have still had Teddy Bridgewater over mm. Kirk, not my cousin. <laughs> yeah, probably. So they're probably kicking themselves over that. Yeah, because, well, Kirk Cousins, he just, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I should say Mr. Mister Anti-Vax uh, Cousins. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, another, one, another one of those guys. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Oh, good old Kirk. And then the primetime games from that week, the Sunday night game. Um, we got two um two good games from the Monday night and the Sunday night game. Uh, we got the Rams beating the Bears thirty four to fourteen. Uh, Matthew Stafford looked really good in that game. He looked very comfortable in that Rams offense. He threw for three hundred twenty one yards and three three touchdowns. And then of course that uh, Monday night game too was. Really good between the Ravens and the Raiders. It was uh went to overtime, thirty three to twenty seven, with the Raiders pulling out the pulling out the win. Um, how do you feel about the um Sunday and Monday night games from that week? Well, I say this to quote a great philosopher of our time: when it comes to Matthew Stafford, we need to R E L A 
X. Because, <laughs> because he is who he is. Or as or as Dennis Green used to say, we are who he thought he was. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I look, I never trusted Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he have good games here and there, but just like Kirk Cousins, when it truly is on the line and things really, you know, it's crunch time. Can't trust. So yeah, he had a great first game. And, you know, it's any given Sunday. You know, uh, you know, some t- somebody has to win, somebody has to lose. Somebody has a great game, somebody doesn't. So Stafford, I guess, yeah, he wanted to show out in his new uniform. But once he kind of realized, oh, no, I'm actually the quarterback for the Rams. I think the, the old Detroit uh, Matthew is going to rear his head. Um... The Monday night game, yeah, that was a shocker. Uh, it was a really good game, and it's just like, well, damn, maybe the maybe the Raiders are something, but at the same time, do you really trust the Raiders? I mean, look, they have a really good running back in Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some really good wide receivers. Uh, I think the the, the young boy uh, Harry Ruggs. Who I watched in college, uh, he I think he's gonna kind of shine as the season goes along and everything. Mm-hmm. So they they do have talent, but at and the same tight ends time, good too. I've got his name. The tight ends, really yeah, good. yeah. So like I say they have good pieces, but can those pieces work together week in and week out? Now, granted. We're going to talk about it in week two because they they did. But once you start getting further into the season and teams kind of, you know, have game planned and have watched enough film of you, will they continue to work together as a as a cohesive unit? That's the question when it comes to the Raiders for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. And um, the guy I was talking about, the tight end, uh, Darren Walker, he had uh, that's the game. He had 10 catches for 105 yards and a touchdown. So yeah, like I said, can they can the can the Raiders can they be can they be consistent throughout the throughout the course of the season? And as far as our Matthew Stafford is concerned, this is easily the best situation he's been in since he had uh, Megatron over in um in Detroit. I mean, you got Sean Sean um what's the guy's name? What's the what's the coach's name in um for the Raiders? Yeah, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. I'm going to say Sean Payton. Sean McVay. You got a good head coach there. You got a lot of good weapons over there. So. He has no excuses whatsoever. He has plenty of talent around him. Also, a solid um, defense over there too with um, Aaron Donald. So there's, this is probably easily the best team he's been a part of. So if he, you know, if he if he can't get it done with the Rams, then hey, I don't I don't know what else to say. I mean, the talent the talent is definitely there. The talent is definitely there. But yeah, but that but that Monday night game, oh man, I was like on the edge of my seat with that one. And I actually I actually ended up falling asleep. I didn't find out that they won until. For the next morning, but I was like, when I was watching, I was like, man, this is a really good, really good game. So, but overall, week one, we got some, we got some very good games. Um, how do you over, overall feel about the first week of the week of the, week of the season? For the games? I mean, overall, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, you know, a lot of teams. I mean, because it, it was, you know, good to see the new faces and new places. So yeah, mm-hmm. you wanted to see what they were gonna do. Uh, some of the old faces in the same places, they, you know, they kind of showed up in, in ways, and so yeah, it it was a good overall week to kick off this new season. I feel. 
Yeah, it definitely would. You got definitely got a good set of games to um, kick the week off. So now on to week two of the season. Uh, started the week off with my team playing the Washington football team, getting a win. Very close win. Gonna have you on the edge of my seat with that one. Uh, 30-29 against the Giants on on Thursday night football. Um, I think it was a good back and forth game. Uh, Daniel Jones, he played well. He had uh, 20, he went 22 for 32 for 241 yards and a touchdown. And um, should have mentioned it earlier, but um, Ryan Fitzpatrick got injured uh, the first game against the Chargers. He hurt his um, hip. He's going to be out for a while. He's going to be out at least until like November. I don't think gonna have, he's going to have any surgery or anything like that. I think he's just kind of rehabbed the injury. But in comes Taylor Haneke, who came in last season in that playoff game and played well. Play, even coming in um, against the Chargers game, he came in and played well. He went uh, 34 for 46 for 336 yards, two touchdowns, and, a, um, and an interception. Uh, Terry McLaurin had a big game, uh, 11 catches for 107 yards and a touchdown. But it, <laughs> it came down to that field goal. Um, Dustin Hopkins lines up for the field goal. He misses it. Giants guy jumps off sides. They move it in. I think it was a, ended up being like a 43-yard field goal to ultimately – Ultimately, win the game. But um, how do you feel about the Thursday night game last week? Well, I, I'll put it like this: Washington is the better team, and I feel like that game was closer than what it should have been. Yes, agreed. <laughs> <Because> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, it was it was good to see Saquon back, but mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley deserves to be on a better team. Oh, easily, easily. You know, you, uh, you, you, you feel for him being on there with the Giants. You really do. Because, I mean, Daniel Jones is not a a good quarterback, in my opinion. Do, do he have, like, flashes of moments? Yeah. But overall, he's not a good quarterback. You, you, you went from Eli Manning, and let's say, let's, let's forget about Eli last couple of years because that's the downside of his career. But Daniel Jones right now is not even close to what Eli was at the same, you know, at the same because what is this year three for same Daniel Jones? Three, yeah, I won't say year three, yeah. Okay, so think, think about Eli Manning in year three and look at Daniel Jones in year three. I'm pretty sure is more in favor of Eli. And I, I just I just don't see it with Jones. And yeah, uh what's his name? Sterling um was Sterling Shepherd. Sterling uh, Shepherd, yeah. I mean he's been there for a while. You know, he's he's a solid receiver, but he's not a a number one because once again you lose your best wide receiver that I want to say the franchise has Ever had? Oh yeah, and, OBJ. And, yeah, you lose him to you know because for whatever reason, um, and he goes to Cleveland. But I, I feel like the brass they really screwed that up because you should have found a way to keep him because that was your star player. That was your that was your face of the mm-hmm. franchise, really, and. You could have got him a better freaking quarterback, but you get Daniel Jones, and you have this really great talent as a running back, but your offensive line is not that great. So 
I don't know. They 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 have a lot of problems, but Washington did you know did what they was supposed to do. They have a lot of good pieces. They have a hell of a good coach in Ron Rivera. He's always been a favorite coach of mine. Oh yeah, I love 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 Ron Rivera. Love him. And I feel like I I put it like this. I won't say that it is the the football team's uh, division to lose because I think Philly is really good. But I see them kind of battling it out for uh, who is going to be like the king of the East, basically. Because I feel you know, you know, Dallas is always going to, yeah, they start out one way, but they always find a way to muddle that line, and then they mm-hmm. screw it over, screw themselves in the end. So I'm not even going to include Dallas, mm-hmm. but but I feel like I feel like the NFC East is is going to be a Washington Philly, you know, tug of war basically, because I, mm-hmm. I feel like both of those teams, they have like similar type of teams. Um, you got these young talents that's there. Um, of course, Philly, they, they switch coaches. So the edge might go to Rivera with some degree with that, but mm-hmm. still, you never know how things could work out. But I feel like those two teams is really going to, you know, battle it out for the East. And I, I mean, like I said, Washington, Washington has become a team to kind of watch, really. I say that it's not like how it was for a few years where it was just like, good Lord, just just get this team off my TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Because, yeah. you know, they, they've, had some, they've had some rough years. I mean, oh, you trust me. I know all too well. Trust me. <laughs> and, and I mean, it, 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 unfortunately, it, it goes back to the whole the botching of. Robert Griffin the third, you know, yeah, they oh, botched yeah. that all up. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but, yeah. But I, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I, like I said, I'm with you there. Eagles and Washington. I think it's going to definitely come down to those two teams. I, I like what I've been seeing from uh, Jalen Hurts, and I think a, a, one of the big turnarounds with Washington, like 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 we said, Ron, Ron Rivera. He's come in there, no nonsense. He's got you know, he's always talking about the culture and discipline and everything. He's played the league himself. He's been he's one of the respected coaches in the league. I think he's done a great job of helping to turn this team around. The defense they've had them their, their struggles over the first couple of games, but there's so much talent on that defense with Chase Young and Montez Sweat and Allen. Payne and all those guys, those there's too much talent on that defense inside the ball for them not to, not to you know fix the mistakes that they've had in the first couple of games. So I'm not I'm not even worried about defense. I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Taylor Heineke. I mean, no, he's not a Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson type of guy, but he just he's just got that he's got that it factor. He comes in there and, and you know we saw it in that playoff game and we saw it in this game. He just got just a knack for 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 making plays. This is a guy that's only started like. Three games. I think he started a game in Carolina. He started that playoff game, and this game he started. It's only like his third, third start. He seems to, but he seems to know that offense. He seems to be comfortable in that system. And I think he's only, he's only gonna get better because he's and he's got good guys around him like Terry McLaurin, who's very one of the most underrated receivers in the league. I feel so. I think it's definitely gonna come down ultimately to the Eagles and you know Washington in that division because like I said, Dallas. They got everybody every every year they preach about old Dallas. It's got all this talent. They got all this talent, talent, talent. When it comes down to it, what, what do they do? <laughs> they always seem to get in their own way. And then the Giants, I don't see them, you know, being much of nothing outside of Barkley. So 
it's going to be the Eagles or Washington most, most likely taking that division, I feel. Yeah, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one last thing about uh, Washington and their defense. I would say that just thinking about like what Rivera did in Carolina, how he changed that franchise around in his tenure there, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to that defense. They need a Luke Keekley type and mm-hmm. a Thomas Davis type. Because mm-hmm. I mean, as as good as as good as Chase Young is, and he's really good, but he is not like those guys. If you, if you know what I mean, he he mm-hmm. like I say he's he's really good, but I, I don't I don't see him being that that same type of you know, leader that like because everybody knew Luke Keekley was, you know, the captain of that defense in oh, Carolina definitely. under Ron. Definitely. And, definitely. and 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 Thomas Davis was your solid veteran, like basically his number two on that defense. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't see that with Washington defense. Like I say, you got you got some good guy, but it's like okay, who is your, you know, downright, you, your general on defense? Who, who, who is that? And I say, I don't know, because you watch them more than I do. Maybe you can say who it might be, but like I said, I don't really see who that person might be. I think Chase had the potential to be. I don't think he's there yet. Right now, I would say it would be Jonathan Allen. He's been like, like the past couple of games, he's like shined the most on that defense. But I definitely think like from a linebacker standpoint, we don't we don't have that guy yet. I like the Davis kid that we drafted out of Kentucky. I think he has potential, but, but having a, like you said, that Thomas Davis, Luke Keekly type of guy, I don't think we have that guy yet. And like I said, Ron, he played in the league. He played for the um, 85 Bears, and he is a linebacker. So I think he's got an eye for talent, for spotting, like, you know, good linebackers and everything like that. But I think if we find a guy like that, I think it will definitely help take that defense to that next level. Because as good as they are now, I think they can get even better, I feel. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that was the Thursday game. And on to the, um, the game that took place on Sunday. Uh, the Raiders picked up another win against Pittsburgh, 26-17. to uh, The 49ers beat the Eagles, 17-11. to uh, The Browns beat the Texans, 31-21. to Broncos picked up another win, 23-13 um, against Jacksonville. The Panthers, um, they're 2-0. They've um Beat the Saints 26-7. Uh, the Rams won 27-24 against the Colts. Bill shut out the Dolphins 35-0. Uh, <laughs> Patriots won 25-6 against the Jets. Bears won 20-17 against the Bengals. Uh, Buccaneers beat Atlanta 48-25. Uh, let's see. Cardinals 34-33 against the Vikings. Titans won 33-30 against the Seattle. Dallas won 20-17 against the Chargers. So that was the um, early games. We got the Sunday night and the Monday night game. But um, how do you feel about any of those games? Do those games stand out to you? Okay, so I didn't talk about the Jets um, when we talked about week one. Mm. <sighs> Zach Wilson, 
<laughs> that, okay. <laughs> he looks horrible. He looks horrible. It's embarrassing. It is. Look at him. Look at him. He, he threw four interceptions. Four but, interceptions. But, but not just that. Did Did you see? I can't remember if it was this week or if it was or if it was last week. But it, it's him, where he literally ran in a circle before he got sacked. No, and, <laughs> I must have missed that one. Yes. Oh, God. It, it, it was the. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Like, like, look, okay. Sam Darnold was not the greatest, and I mean, he's going to Carolina and look at what they're doing there. So I know, like just, a whole new, look, a whole new man. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just a, a change of scenery, but mm, makes a difference. Sam Darnold wasn't terrible. No, when he, he was wasn't. in the Jets, but Zach Wilson, he. He he doesn't look good. It's like wh- what? Who in the front office said, "Yeah, let's get that guy to be our starting quarterback"? Because it, it's just embarrassing. And yeah, I, I could I could actually see the Jets going zero and sixteen. Zero and well, yeah, zero and sixteen. Zero and seventeen. Well, you still got the bye week. Well, they get two bye weeks, don't they? I didn't get an extra. I didn't get an extra bye week. Yeah, because it's considered to be seventeen. Million, it's gonna be yeah. We get an extra bye week. Yeah. So. So. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they would go. I could see them going winless this season because this team just looks completely disorganized. They 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 really do. They, there's nothing. I, I I haven't seen anything on that team that says that anybody wants to be there. It's like they just there, and that's it. But it, it, that's just god awful. Um, that's that. Um, uh, that Dolphins game. Well, Tua got hurt, mm-hmm. so so Jacoby Brissett had to come in, and he was pissed. You could see it because they they showed him on the sideline. Brissett, he was just pissed. Like, like what the hell is this? Because mm-hmm. it's like the offensive line. They wasn't really protective, and like I said, we've seen him play good. Oh, we I mean, have, just, yeah, with the Colts. Yeah, just go back to the Colts, um, and everything. And I still say he got a raw deal when it came to the Colts because, yeah, he was not supposed to be the starter when Andrew Luck, you know, when he basically came out said, "Yeah, my body just can't take this anymore, so I got to retire." So he was forced into the starting job. I thought he was pretty good, and mm-hmm. then for whatever reason. They say, nah, you know what? Let's bring in an old Philip Rivers, you know, the turnover machine, Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. and we're going to bring him in. And he plays one season and then he retires. And it's like, so y'all couldn't have given Brissett a second chance? I mean, but this is Indianapolis that we're talking about. So it is yeah. what it is, I guess. Yeah. But. But I mean, he comes home to to Florida to play for Miami because he actually went to school in my city, basically, um, and everything. Yeah, um, so he he goes to Miami, and you know, it was this whole speculation that you know during training camp and the preseason, you know, because the, the Dolphins are not a hundred percent sold on tour. No, <laughs> they they they. They're, they're really not. They've talked about trading him multiple times. So it's not like he's locked in as their franchise guy. They are not 100%, not 100% sold on him. 
So, I mean, so you bring in Brissett, and like I say, it was even kind of questioned, like, maybe Jacoby could even start the season. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think he probably should have. And he should have. I think Robert Flores kind of kind of screwed up in a way of not giving Brissett enough reps with the with the starters. And it showed in that game because it's like they were off. Everybody was they, they was off when he came into the games, like there was no type of rhythm. And you would think that with Brissett being the caliber that player that he is, especially with all the talk about how good he was in, in training camp and preseason mm-hmm. and and everything like you would think like okay well maybe let's just give him a little bit more reps with the starters just because and when Tua goes down I mean the team was just they were just god awful I mean but granted but but yet and still they still played better than the Jets even though they they didn't score any points they still played better than the Jets <laughs> that's saying a lot that's saying a whole lot yeah and because I mean they, they I mean Devonte Parker he's a really good receiver. Mm-hmm. Um and everything. The defense is kind of iffy. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Flores maybe he needs to reconsider some things and and everything. But yeah, they 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 have a lot of work to do, especially after the season they had last year, because they mm-hmm. they played really good last year. They did. They really and, did. They did. And, Maybe a large part had to do with some magic that was in Miami. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a little fancy magic, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because now he's in Washington, even though he's hurt right now, but that's where he went mm-hmm. um, and everything. Maybe that's what it was, but, yeah, they they need to do something. <laughs> they really do. They really do. Cause they, they, there is some talent on that team, but they just got to figure out, the, figure out the, the quarterback situation. Uh, yeah, because they – look – you know it's bad when they're talking about, hey, we might, we might try to get Deshaun Watson. What? I know like, exactly. What? Like, is is that bad? Like, mm, like I said, I was, you know, as talented as he is, I, I would not touch him right now. But that just says how how little faith they truly have Absolutely. in two. Yeah. That's that says and, a lot. That really does. That speaks volumes. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, look, I watched him in Alabama. Um, I mean, I felt like Jalen Hurt got a raw deal um, because, yeah, he wasn't playing good in that championship game. Tua comes in. He was an unknown commodity. So, yeah, you, you didn't game plan for him. So, yeah, it was easy for him to come out there and just sling the ball all over the field and, and everything. And then the next season, you know, Jalen gets put on the bench and – Tua and this, that, and the third, and then you know, Jalen goes to Oklahoma, and he almost became the first player in college history, I, I believe, to play all four four years, you know, in a national championship. He was one game away, Jalen was from doing that, and he would have been the first to do that, oh, wow. and to do it with two different teams at that. But you know, it didn't happen and everything, but. I feel like th- that Alabama team that Tua inherited, that team was geared more around Jalen Hurts because he had Jerry Judy. He had uh, Jared Water, who's also in Miami now, mm-hmm. uh, with Tua. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you you had the three headed monster running backs, which is funny because Damian Harris, Najee Harris, and Josh Jacobs was all at Alabama, and they're all in the NFL now. Mm-hmm. So, and then you had this this shut down defense and everything. That team, like I said, that team was geared and and built around Tua. I mean, not Tua, but uh, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. So seeing Tua now in Miami, it's like, yeah, I never thought he was that special when he was at um, Alabama. And when you think about it, too, Jalen Hurt, Tua Tagovailoa, Mac Jones was all in Alabama. Mac Jones reaped the benefits of, of that same team that originally was built around Jalen also. Mm-hmm. So... It, yeah, and I don't see anything special in Mac Jones either. Because, like I say, I felt like they just was in the right place, right time with with these superior teams and these players. Like I say, they all ended up in the NFL, all of these players. Because, mm-hmm. you know, is it, it, that they now look at Tua, look at Jones, and I would say this, that right now Jones is playing a little bit better than than Tua, but because Tua got hurt, but that's a different story. But like I said, I don't see anything special in, in Mac, and I'm just waiting on when when they play Buffalo. I'm waiting to see what happens there, and and some of these other when they go up against uh, your Steelers and your and your Ravens and your Chiefs. Let's see what he do then. You know, yeah, it's easy to to, to beat up on uh, the Jets. Really, do that. I mean, I think exactly. We we get a couple of guys who hell we go beat up on the Jets right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and think about it too, is because they made such a big deal about Week One. Oh, it's New England versus Miami. It's Jones versus Tua, and it's like, eh, don't care. Like, I don't care, and and that game it came down to it was a one point game. So, and and the Dolphins just looked out in that victory. So yeah, yeah, very true, very true. I mean, I'm not a big Jones fan either. I even though I do think he fits what they do in New England, but he oh, he definitely he he definitely fits for uh, Foxborough, of course. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He oh, fits that. for what they do. Do over there, so and it's quite crazy about two. Um, his brother actually he's playing at um playing at Maryland right now. He's doing pretty good over there too. And so you know another two of could be coming into the league at some point too. But it's just crazy. I I don't see him being the long term starter because like you said, the Dolphins are not a hundred percent sold on him. They're, like, they're trying to get like you said, they trying to get to Sean. <laughs> they're trying to get to Sean Watson. They got that bad that they you know get to the point that they want to. Bring him in instead of like, you know, dealing with Tua. So I don't know what's also be gonna happen with him moving forward. Maybe it could be, you know, Jacoby Brissett's team at some point. It could because I, I'm gonna say this, and I say this as a Floridian that the Dolphins have not had a good quarterback. And when I say good, I'm talking more like a elite star quarterback since 1999. And for anyone who don't know what I mean by that, that's when a certain guy by the name of Dan Marino retired in 1999. The Dolphins have not had anybody to come along to touch or, you know, even, you know, get a crack at the same quality of quarterback that 
Dan Marino was. They've been cursed at quarterback. They've they have. Him. I mean, they put, they put a variety of different guys in over the years, but nobody has even come even come close to doing what Dan Marino. I mean, that's some big shoes to fill, but nobody's even even come close. They're like, okay, maybe this is you know the guy moving forward. There's been just a lot of just rot- rotating quarterbacks through Miami since then. Because think about this. Just with, I mean, look, all right, let's look, use some teams and okay, like go to the 49ers. You go from Joe Montana to Steve Young, mm-hmm. you go from Steve Young to what, Jeff Garcia, Jeff and, Garcia, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you kind of fumble around a little bit, uh, and then you got Kaepernick, you know, and then after you know how that goes, Alex Smith was there for a bit. Yeah, Alice Smith. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Alice Smith then cap. And it, I mean, they wasn't the greatest when they were there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, one went to the Super Bowl, but uh, still, they wasn't the greatest, greatest and everything like that. But and then after after that, you, you end up with Jimmy G. And now they're not even 100% sold. So it's almost like they're a situation out there. Because why would you draft uh, Trey Lance if he was uh, all in on uh, Jimmy? Exactly. Right? Exactly. And when traded up to them, they moved up in the draft, too. Yeah, they moved up to get him. But you see what they had them, what they had him doing, right? They 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 got him doing some Taysom Hill type of crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, like what mm-hmm. the hell? Like what are y'all doing? Like that's not his game. Like well, what the hell are y'all doing? But anyway, y'all know what they doing with that. But it ain't. I mean, like like look at Dallas. You you go from what Roger Staubach to some randomness to Troy Aikman, and then you go through Quincy Carter and some other people, and then you get Tony Romo. Who was really good, and you go from Romo to Deck, who's actually pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. And it pains me to say that, but I know, yeah. I know, trust me, it pains me <laughs> but, to say that too. But I give credit where credit is due. Yeah, but 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 the point I'm making is that these franchises have found at least somewhat quality quarterback, at least after. serviceable, at least. Yeah, I mean, look, okay, look. Yeah, uh, another one is okay. You had Bart Starr in Green Bay. You go through some muddleness, and then you end up with Brett Favre. You go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You, you know, at least you you know these teams they they're able to get you know serviceable or or good quarterbacks. The Dolphins has not found anybody since Dan Marino that's been close to any of that. And I think they've gone through at least, I think they've gone through about the same number of quarterbacks as the doggone Cleveland Browns. They, they, pro- they probably have. I mean, they've been through a lot of different. Co- I remember even almost his name. Well, used to be with the Vikings. They had Culpepper there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Culpepper, <laughs> when he was at the, the end of his career. End of his career. Not, 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 not at his you know, peak time. They had him at the end of his career. Yeah, because I think, I think the Raiders got the last ounce of anything out of him mm-hmm. and, and that wasn't even great but that was like the last ounce of anything I mean I think they even had I think they had Jake Plummer I think he was there oh uh, I'm trying to think I think Brian 
Yeah, Brian Greasy was Brian there. Greasy was yeah, there. Yeah, he, 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 he was there. Um, that guy um that was in Denver. Another guy that was in Denver. Um, that Brock Osweiler guy. He was there for a little oh, bit. They, 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 they had a variety of different. Plum, I think Jake Plummer was even there. He might. He might have been. I know they had a variety of different people. And then they thought they thought they had something in Tannehill, and I knew Tannehill wasn't. Oh, yeah, I still don't think he's really all that good, even though he's in Tennessee now. Yeah, he's better over there, but that's, that's Derrick Henry's team over well, there. Well, okay, well, okay, let me ask you this. Is, is it so much that Tannehill is better, or is the team just better? The team's better. They, they definitely, it's a better team over there, and it starts with that man beast and Derrick Henry. But, but at the same time, Mike Vrabel, he he knows what he's doing. You know, he he basically he got a really good defense. Mm-hmm. He got a somewhat good running back, and I say that because Derrick Henry is not this all elite. No pun intended on that. But he's not this all elite running back like they try to make him out to be. And the reason why I say that is that. He has those games just like week one where he plays like garbage mm-hmm. or he some way, somehow he always end up hurt. He's to me, Derrick Henry is the running back version of Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just put it like that. He's the running back version of Gronkowski. He's big. Yes. But when he runs up against certain teams, they shut him down because if he was, because why is it that when they get to the playoffs, you know, he forgets sometimes how to play, you know, you know, because they shut his behind down. And that's where Tannehill, like I say, was Marcus Mariota the greatest? No, but at the same time, I saw Marcus Mariota play a whole game with a broke hand and won the game. And I think he only threw the ball with maybe, I think fourteen times, and I think he was throwing it with his left hand because he because his right hand, which is throwing hand, the one that got, yeah, he was throwing the ball with his left hand, and they won the game. So if he can do that, that just says how good the team overall is, opposed to how good the quarterback is. But that's but that's just that's just my take on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see your point. There's some very valid. Valid points there, but um, one of the things we also noticed from this past week, a lot of a lot of injuries. Like I said, Tua went down, Andy Dalton went down, Baker went down, Tyrod Taylor went down, Jarvis Landry went down. We got a lot of injuries um this week, a lot of injuries to the quarterbacks uh, this week. I think even Big Ben, he um, I think he hurt his um, got a pectoral injury, so a lot of injuries um from week two. Um, any thoughts on that? Uh well I guess I guess they just letting people hit hit the quarterbacks I, I guess because uh, Ben took a shot I saw that shot that he took I was like hmm that's interesting they let Ben get hit like that okay mm-hmm. uh, they don't like protecting the quarterbacks they don't like like the, the quarterbacks get hit well day. well some quarterbacks they 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 like protecting others is like yeah it is what it is hey this is um, too awful this guy <laughs> yeah but. But yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird. Like here we are, week two, and you always have these like serious injuries to these like name players. Because like, cause that actually sucks for uh, Cleveland. You get Baker and Jarvis hurt because Odell isn't even playing yet. No, he's um, not. Yes, yeah, so you got two key guys that hurt um, for Cleveland. 
Yeah, so that and then like I say, the whole thing with Tua going down and and we saw what happened with that debacle, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. But but yeah, it's 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 kind of rough, you know, right now. So that's that's like a damper a little bit on the beginning of the season when you get like top name players getting hurt already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like I said, we're only you know two weeks into the season, already getting you know some key guys hurt and like say quarterbacks hurt too. So that's tough. And then um, what's his name? Um, Carson Wentz, he hurt too. Both both of his ankles. I'm like, good lord, yeah, both of your ankles cool, hurt. I'm like, jeez. So basically, he dragged it to him, Wentz. Like, I guess I thought walking to him was he he dragged it to him, Wentz. He, he barely barely making it. Unbelievable. You know, I'm I'm glad you brought up about Wentz real quick. Um, have have you seen any other quarterback, at least in recent time, that has such high upside, but they fall off that cliff, that quarterback cliff, this early in their career, like he did? Not too many that I can name or name, because I mean, just think, you know, not that long ago, he was. No, play at the MVP level. He was in, a, in the MVP conversation. And he's just since then he's just crashed and crashed hard, dude. Yes, and it, yeah, it just it's like ugh, like what the hell is like ew, like like how do you want to watch? It's like whenever I see like highlights of him, it's like just ew. That's that's what I think. Like ew, like what the hell happened? Like, what happened to you, buddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. You were once considered, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the game. That now, now look at you. You know, going over to the Colts over there. You know, with the coaching staff, they kind of you know is familiar with your game. So it would be different. And so far, it really hasn't been same old Carson Wentz. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm pretty sure the Colts are probably like, you know, what? maybe we should have kept Jacoby. <laughs> we should have kept Jacoby after all. We should have kept that kid. We yeah. should have kept. Mm mm mm. On to the um, the Sunday night game, uh, another good uh, primetime game. Uh, Ravens thirty six thirty five over the Chiefs. Uh, Lamar getting his first win against uh, Mahomes and company. You know they've had some you know good games back and forth over years, but the Chiefs have been dominant against them. Uh, um, how do you feel about this one? Well, I mean it was only a matter of time before you know the Ravens was eventually going to. Because I mean, look. For all intents and purposes, uh, Harbaugh is a is a very good coach. Yeah. So, so I mean, he, he was gonna figure it out at some point how to get the victory, and I liked how at the end of the game he let Lamar. You know, he he put his faith in Lamar to to get the job done because I I like that shot of the sideline when they showing him. He's like, "Are you sure about this?" Because you, you can actually like see him him mouthing out there too, Lamar. Like, you, 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 you we doing this. And I guess Lamar was like, yeah, he's like, all right. So, you know, he put all his faith in his quarterback to go out there and get the job done. So, yeah, because I, I, I feel like the AFC is <clears throat> is in very good hands in Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there's two really good teams that surround those guys. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, that for the next what? 10 15 years like I say it's gonna be okay who who who's whose turn is it is it the Chiefs or is it the Ravens unless some other team just miraculously you know comes out of nowhere and is like eh, we're here too but as of right now that's one in one a so oh absolutely because those guys 
God's going to be around for a long, long time to come. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the Ravens are another team that's been dealing with some injuries, too. They're running backs. I mean, they that's the all their top running backs have been injured this season. So they've been, like, kind of piecing together with their running backs. But um, overall, like I said, this was a very good, very, very, very solid game. Like I said, two of the top, you know, top teams in the AFC, top, top teams in the league, and like I said, two of the um, top stars in the league. And then over to the Monday night game, uh, Packers with a bounce-back win, um, 35-17 against the Lions on Monday night football. How do you feel about this one? Well, um, like I say, well, once again, to quote that great philosopher of our time, just had to R-E-L-A-X. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, and, and like I say, I said it earlier in the show, what a difference a, week's, a week make because look at how he played and well, how the team overall played when they played um, the Saints. They played like crap and the Saints played really good. Fast forward to week two, the Saints play like crap, and Packers come out there and they, you know, it's like week one never happens. So, you know, what difference a week make? And I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he get, he's going to give, of course, all the the biggest of the credit. But Aaron Jones, he had a he had a really good game too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that was missing from the week one that, you know, because he wasn't there, so. Because you know he was dealing with you know the whole thing about his father passing away, mm-hmm. and and everything. So once again, what a difference a week make. And Aaron Jones showed that you know he's just in, as important to that offense as Mister Rogers is. It's not just Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Um, no, it's not. No, he is a very important part of that offense as well. Yeah, because I, I feel like it's a three headed monster. Is is Rogers Jones? And Adams. Adams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. those are three um, guys that, you know, keep the things going over there, especially on the offensive side of the ball for them. Yeah, so, but yeah, it, it was good. I mean, I, I I think this would be the first time I actually say this on on air, that because Aaron Rodgers is my favorite player. Mm-hmm. He, he is. Like I said, I have teams that I like to watch. I have players I like to watch, but Aaron Rodgers is my favorite. And I don't know what the hell he got going on with this um, with his hair hair do he got going right now. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know either. <laughs> you know, he, he, he need to do something about that. But uh, but other than that, yeah, like I said, he he's been that dude for me since he took over. And I don't know, he just has like a swagger about him that I I like. And like what we talked about on you know on, on the baseball show, we talk about Matt Scherzer. That's why I compared the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when 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 Aaron Rodgers is on, you can see him clicking. You know, you just see everything just clicking for him, and that's what was going on on Monday night. Granted, yeah, they played the Lions, and who cares about the Lions, right? And Jared right. Goff is just good lord, but oh, nah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, they went out there and they took care of business. So, because I feel like, because I mean, of all intents and purposes, this is. Aaron Rodgers last year in Green Bay, mm-hmm. you know, because remember he wasn't. Remember, if, if he would have had it his way, he wouldn't even be there now. No, he, he would have so, been. He would have been up out of there. He would have been on some other team. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting what the hell he would have been, but oh. yeah, that would have been a million dollar question. Where would have been? I don't know, but it wouldn't have been in Green Bay if he had, if it was up to him. Yeah, and, and even still, okay, he he, you know, he's done. He's done with them after this season. Like, okay, well, but where does he go? I do have the belief that he's gonna retire mm. after the season. I do feel like that. I do feel so. I think that he goes out there and he just. You know, he's just going to probably have like one of the best seasons because he, he, I'm pretty sure by the end of the season, he won't even remember week one. So, no, because even though it was a bad loss, it's a, it's a lot of things. It's still early in the season. Now, a lot of people, you know, overreact to stuff that happened in week one. It's, you know, that you look back later on in the season, you probably won't even, even remember a lot of that, that no, stuff. No. You won't even remember that game. You know, once it's all said and done and the season comes to an end, that week one, that'll just be, you know, a clip on the radar. People won't even remember that game. And a, and a perfect example of that, I remember one season when the Patriots and Buffalo played week one and uh, Buffalo uh, beat them 30 to zip, and that's the same season that the Patriots went on to won the Super Bowl. So it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter it what doesn't, happens. It, 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 it means nothing. Like I said, it's still a lot of football left. You can't overreact, get too high or too low. On anything that happens week one. I always say NFL more so than any other sport, it's game to game, week to week, year to year. You can't get too high or too low on stuff that happens, especially in the first week of the season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was um week two of the NFL season. Now we're on the week three. Um, these are just some of the games that are coming up this week. Uh, Thursday night game, you got the Panthers and Texans. Also this week, you got the Chargers and Chiefs. You got Cardinal Jacksonville, Brown Bears, Washington and Buffalo, Colts, Titans, Saints, Patriots, Falcons and Giants, Bengals and Steelers, Ravens, Lions, Dolphins and Raiders, Jets, Broncos, Rams, Buccaneers, Seattle, and the Vikings. And then you got your Sunday night game. You got the Packers and 49ers. And then on the Monday night, you got the Eagles, Eagles and Cowboys. Um, any thoughts on any of those games coming up this week? Uh, I'll start with the Monday night game. And, and I feel like I'm going to watch that game because I want to see what Jalen Hurt does in this game. Because this is this is a big yes, prime time moment. Mm-hmm. And he had the opportunity to kind of, you know, let people know just who he is on the NFL level. Mm-hmm. Um, Packers and the 49ers. I mean, Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers always kind of relish at the fact when he played the 49ers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, Cardinals and Jaguars. Well, Trevor Lawrence, this ain't uh, this ain't college, my friend. No, this, this ain't winning, winning Clemson no more. Uh, <laughs> You're really he, not. He's learning the hard way uh, he, right he now. Really is. really is. I mean, and I like him. I think there's potential there with him, but he, he, it's, it's going to be rough there. I mean, this is not like I said. You don't have all the weapons and stuff that you had over in Clemson those past few years. You've been there. Yeah, that's right. Um, I I think. I think Washington and Buffalo is going to be an interesting game. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm trying to think. Dolphins, Raiders. Um, I, I know the Raiders are going to win that probably. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I mean, but there, there's some there's some interesting matchups this week. 
and a few of them I'm looking forward to. Some of them I could care less about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like, well, you know what? Seahawks and Vikings. That that has the potential to be an interesting game because you know Russell Wilson right now in in these first two weeks, he's kind of flown a little bit under the radar. Other teams and other players have been getting the shine, but the Seahawks. I feel like they they kind of flying a little bit on the radar a little bit, and which is I guess a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. But but they I, I think they will be somewhat of a team to watch. Oh well, yeah, they won the first week and they even though they lost you know the second week it was only like like about three points. So they definitely were those teams. Like I said, as long as Russell, as long as they got Russell Wilson, you know, leading the show, they they always gonna have a, a shot. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it's it's it's, it's, some, it's very interesting interesting games, especially especially those two um uh, the Monday and the Sunday night games. It's, it's, those those are two gonna be two two good games. I, I always like seeing the Packers and Forty Nineers. Even even back in the day, I always used to like the Packers and Forty Nineers would go up against each other. Yeah, because you knew Brett Favre was gonna slain the ball all over the field. Didn't matter. Yo, yeah, that, 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 that's my guy, my all time favorite quarterback. I love me some Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter if somebody was triple covered. Oh, I'm still gonna no, throw it in. I'm, 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 I'm throwing, I'm throwing that. They <laughs> didn't call him the gunslinger for no reason, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's and I, and, I, and I see some of that. Maybe not quite to the same extent, but I see you know that's that my guy. You said you like Aaron Rodgers. I, I like Aaron Rodgers too, but I'm, I, my guy right now is Patrick Mahomes. Like, he reminds me of a young Brett Favre, that gunslinger. Maybe not to the same extent, you know, but he still got that kind of you know. Gunslinger kind of boyish charm that he kind of play play with. Yeah, well, well, I say this: uh, Patrick doesn't have to throw into triple coverage. No, Tyree because first of all, three people can't even surround Tyree Hill. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. so that's that's what. And then too, you always got Travis Kelsey there. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and even you though know. I think against the um the Ravens, he was throwing the ball to the, the Pringle guy and some of the other guys. He was getting some of the other guys involved too. So he's he's got a lot of weapons over there. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I can kind of see uh, why you say Mahomes somewhat is like Favre. Just you know, if they decide to do a uh, there's something about Mary Part Two instead of Brett Favre, it'd be Pat, what is Patrick Mahomes doing here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 You. you know, I haven't bought you know many you know football jerseys lately, but the last two jerseys I bought was Patrick Mahomes and Chase Young. So, oh, nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. But that's all for me. Um, that's the first couple of weeks of the season, and um, talking about the games from this week. Anything else football wise before we get about here? Um. Okay. R- real quick, we can we can. Touch on this. Uh, what you? What? What's your thoughts on this whole um, the these taunting penalties that that were flagged that that was you know, a lot of questions was raised about like the way they're kind of officiating that this season with the taunting. I think it's going to be one of those things where at some point they're gonna just kind of either I guess a big. Thing now everybody's talking about. It. You've seen a lot of you know more taunt calls being called. I think it's going to be one of those things where at some point they're going to just kind of back off and lighten up on it. Hopefully, I would think so. I kind of it kind of reminded me almost kind of like the whole thing in baseball where they're doing all this stuff about checking the pictures and all this you know, <laughs> they, 
these foreign substances. You know, everybody was going to be checking, checking Max and checking all these different places. You know, you know using some foreign, foreign substances and everything. And then now you, you don't even, you don't even be talking about that now. So I think that might be at some point the route of the whole taunting thing goes at some point because it's going to get to the point where like, okay, enough is enough. We just go, you know, we're going to let we're going to let these guys just play. Well, you know that whole thing died down in baseball after they uh, basically strip searched uh, Max Scherzer. Yeah, they, they did. They, they did, and, and, and he and he was pissed. I don't, I don't blame him one bit. I, I would have been pissed too. I mean, they were harassing that man. I'm like, jeez. So, but yeah, it, but it was it was weird. Like some of the taunting stuff that they got called on. It's like really very petty, very petty balls. So it's like, what? Basically, they just supposed to go out there because you know, I don't know if you saw with the one guy where he, I forgot what team it was. Was it Cleveland? I think it, I forgot exactly what team it was. After he scored the touchdown, he just put the ball down and then he walked away like he was a robot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's what they want you. That's what is that what they want? You know, it's like these are grown men because at the, at the end of the yeah, they might get paid millions of dollars. Million? No, no, I'm not going there for Um, <laughs> I almost went to that whole rant. But anyway, um, they're getting paid millions of dollars. But at the end of the day, it is a freaking sport. I'm supposed to have mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? And I, I, I don't get it. Oh, it's taunt. Yeah, grown, grown men trash talking. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, that that is a foreign thing that never happened. I know. I mean, you like you've never seen that before. Like, oh my god! Like, what what are they doing? This is like like a foreign thing in, in the league. And, and I always love how it's always well, you know, the kids could be watching. Like the, the, the they kids. They always have an excuse. All oh, the kids. What about what about the kids? What about the children? Think of the children. Oh my god! How can they watch this stuff? They need to stop it with that crap. This you is... remember that's when they, you know, remember that's when they they stopped the players from doing the uh, the Rick Rude, you know, you know the uh, the hip, um, you know, roll and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They stopped them from doing the Rick Rude, which, granted, yeah, because some of them did get to the point. It's like, okay, this ain't no damn, this ain't no damn magic mic out here. No, no, no. no. Oh, but, you you got to draw the line somewhere here. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's like, come on, it's like. It just you got you got to let you got to let them be, and I, yeah. Well, I agree. Like what you said, it's gonna it's heavy ended on the front end of the season. Mm-hmm. Probably in the next couple of weeks, it probably won't. It'll be a non factor because mm-hmm. once again, you know, money money talks, and Always. when, when Always. your customers mm-hmm. are the ones that's voicing their opinion like that, man, you know, maybe we should calm down on this. Sorry, we're good. So. Like I said, one of those things we'll see it now, but like I said, the season goes on, it's gonna kind of phase out. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, anything else? No, that's it. Um, just uh, football. Yeah, that's right. Like I say, always good to come on in and talk some football. But um, thank you, Jay, for joining me here tonight. Um, anything you want to plug, sir? Uh, sure. Uh, so. For anyone who's been listening, you know, to the Grand Slam podcast or Movie Talk and everything, you know, this month has been uh, Burt Reynolds' month over on Movie Talk. And I wrapped it up uh, 
this past Monday, uh, me and uh, one Miss Keita Hubbard, uh, she joined me for the episode. It, the episode won't be posted until Friday, but uh, we did uh, the movie The Longest Yard, the original Longest Yard from 1974, starring Burt Reynolds as Paul Crew, not Adam Sandler as Paul Crew and and Burt Reynolds as Nate Scarborough, but Burt Reynolds as Paul Crew. Um, yeah, we talked about that movie, and that's how we're wrapping up um, Burt Reynolds month. So, like I say, that episode will be out on Friday, as of this recording on Friday, because it's recording on a Tuesday um, and everything. But, yeah, um, that's how I'm ending the month of September. And then for October, uh, it's all about Halloween, uh, during the Halloween takeover month, where I'm kicking it off with, for oddly enough, with Keita. And uh, Ruby, who you were on the episode with us when we did uh, the Hood Movie Sessions episode um, and everything, where we're going to be doing uh, Halloween 2. And then after that, I'm turning the month over to some other really cool podcasters as they'll be reviewing some of the other sequels for the month of uh, October. So that's what's going on with me right now over on uh, Movie Talk. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. And as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, as well as Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23. Also, my other page, I'm at the Moneymaker 315, both my IG accounts. Also, follow this page's Twitter account at 3 and Out Podcast One. I normally like live tweeting everything during the games. I'll be live tweeting um, this Sunday for the games. I'm home. I'll have to work this Sunday, so I'll be able to live tweet. Um, check out my website, thecashinexperience.com. Everything is up there. Blog, products, you name it. Everything is up there on the website, including um, weekly football picks for football and friends. I'll have them out probably, probably, probably tomorrow. I probably won't get them out tonight. I'll probably do them by tomorrow. I'll have the picks out for Week three of the NFL season, they will be up on the website, thecashinexperience.com. But, um, Jay, any last words for this episode? Um, uh, just another great episode. Uh, happy to be a part of it. Um, look forward to hearing some great uh takes this season on the podcast, and yeah, looking forward to this season as it, as it progresses. Absolutely, absolutely. We're two weeks into the season. Look forward to seeing what else happens this NFL season. So you guys take care. Be safe as always. And we will see you next time. Peace out.